Your attention, please. Listen. You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Wow. (laughs) So, there's a controversy looming around town about Mother Teresa and whether or not she should be sainted. And you know, wasn't she sainted already? Uh, according to this, the uh, they're setting off storms of controversy over Mother Teresa's fitness for sainthood. You know, it takes a long time to become a saint. I mean, there's a lot of things that have to happen. So I think I I don't know if it's finished yet. But you know, she was an amazing you, woman. You mean for the Catholic Church to authenticate that this is yes. truly a saint in their estimation? Yes, this I is see. all based on their estimation. Okay. Yes, and all their many little things that they do for proof. Yep. Yes, it's an intellectual process, I think, overall. In any case, uh, we thought we would weigh in on whether or not you know weigh on the weigh in on this controversy and talk about her work and what was going on inside of her so way back uh, what well, i don't know 1997 or i don't know when it was uh, when john denver uh, princess die and mother teresa died something like within a month of each other it was amazing because of all the goodness in different ways that came out of those three people they were compassionate examples they were sweethearts blessing the world uh, and they were stretching and improving our horizons. Those three people made a huge impact. John Denver, very heartfelt, good-willed, uplifting all the time, beautiful music just to, you know, help you be more natural, help you soar in a better attitude. Wonderful. And yet he struggled very much with alcoholism, and that's a huge torque on anybody's and, system. And he sacrificed a lot to sing all over the place. Leaving his wife at home. So he was ripped and torn there, and, and he had alcoholism too. Princess Di uh, stretched to reach the people. You know, she, she stood up for dealing with landmines all over the world, the children hurt by them, AIDS, anorexia, bulimia, poverty, etc. Many, many causes more than that. And, you know, she was humble. She put herself right out there, too. Selfless, humble, once again, very caring. So that's two of the three. Mother Teresa, you know, I don't believe she was a saint, but she she was a very humble, noble, dedicated, self-driven soul who immensely contributed to humanity at a great personal cost, but you know what? I believe she forced willed it. Yes, I would like to know what, how you define sainthood. What, you know, what would qualify somebody in your eyes to be a saint? Okay, 
I believe a saint is a person who follows the God flow. See, that's very interesting, following the God flow. And in that flow probably has a lot of profound abilities to help people through that God flow. It it demands of you. It demands you jump hoops, uh, humble different areas, learn different talents, and do what the God flow wants you to do when the God flow wants you to do it, not your whims, your will, your way, your uh, selfishness or self-focus. So while you have a tremendous amount of respect for what Mother Teresa accomplished... Yeah, very noble, very humble, very dedicated. She forced herself in a little place that she thought was the right place to be. Tremendous honors, but I didn't think she went the next step of surrendering to the higher higher power. Like, you, you believe she had almost like a bright idea that she took to her death. Did it intellectually... Uh, right. Tremendously noble. I mean, she gets tremendous good karma, but I don't think she was on the final step, which is thy will be done. I think she intellectualized what she thought thy will would be done. So they say that uh, apparently she felt uh, in these letters she wrote that she really wasn't in touch with uh, God or Jesus or her guides, however you hold it. So she did this a lot, essentially, like on her own. So she was, yeah, she drove herself. Uh, but I want to say, you know, she had some, she wrote about some dark times and separated from God. But people I've seen, including myself, any truly great achievement, any truly outstanding great achievement has its very, very, very dark days. And we call them stretch marks. You know, women who have uh, babe pregnancy and babies, they get these ugly stretch marks on them. We call these pretty, uh, pretty clearly stretch marks of ugly times you've had. Stretch marks on the soul. Yeah, <laughs> where the soul was being stretched to higher capacity and finer capacity. You, you you went to a higher level and you were stretched, and it was a strain. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We're talking about Mother Teresa and uh, her dark night. Uh, in September, there's going to be Mother Teresa Come By My Light, put out by Doubleday, which talks about a lot of her self-doubt and the dark night of the soul that she endured. And it makes people wonder if she really should be a saint. And we're talking about the different aspects of that today. So there's a couple of comments about her in this article I want to just mention. One was by um, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar the Art of Living Foundation, great musician. He says, Mother Teresa has done unparalleled service to India. Unparalleled service to India. That is mighty wonderful. And she, Yeah, she, given Gandhi, that's a pretty amazing sta- yeah. statement because he did pretty amazing for India. Right, but, you know, I think she, uh, she grueled it out as much as anybody. Yeah. Could she also have benefited from the unparalleled spiritual wealth of India? And i got to tell you, India, as well as Tibet, are some of the cornerstones of spirituality, true, holy spirituality in the world. And you can tell when a person is truly, extraordinarily, highly spiritually developed, because miracles and extraordinary events, extraordinary um, 
coherence is transferred, extraordinary uh, abilities given to their uh, students and people that they're blessing, miracles. So you can tell when you have highly developed um, spirituality because miracles happen. And great enlightenment of, of the ego, you know, where the ego trans, transforms. So India has a lot of that. And he goes on to say, I am sure that just a few sessions of pranayama and meditation would have helped Mother Teresa to overcome those days of darkness and inner torment. You know, I've, I've, I've been around pranayama and meditation a lot. I haven't seen many people where a few sessions helped much. But it is a wonderful practice, pranayama and meditation. It's more like a lifestyle than something that fixes you it, yeah, a few times. It's a, it's a daily lifestyle of something that is very valuable to, to use to help you connect. And what this does is it helps you find the God within. It helps you find your own actually authentic self-realization. And so it's, it, you connect with the divine within and uh, that's that's their that's their program pranayama and meditation yoga and that kind of thing and i uh, i totally support that however mother teresa probably helped thousands of times more people than most whom practice pranayama and meditation so the goodness she generated was far beyond these other ones that are doing pranayama and meditation. And I've seen many, many selfish people, self-focused people doing all kinds of diets and, and yoga and, and meditation and that kind of thing. And um, so it doesn't cover the whole ball of wax. You know, I don't know of any practices that you can do briefly and be fixed. No. You know, these quick fix solutions, suggestions. Yes. And, he, and he's making it sound like it's Yes, a quick I fix. would run for the hills. And, you know, like you said, it's a valuable thing. But, again, we need to be looking in the direction of lifestyles in whatever direction we go rather than the short, quick fixes. Right. Here's another a comment by Brian Kolodijchuk, editor of Come Be My Light. And he says, the most important or, excuse me, the most perfumed flower of Mother Teresa's dark night is her silence about it. And so he's saying that's the best thing she did about it was because she was afraid in speaking about it of attracting attention to herself. He says, no matter how great your sufferings are, your victory over them is silence. And I, I just couldn't hardly believe this. Um, I think she was jammed up. I think she was... Um, uh, hard-headed and I don't know if she knew I, I think maybe the people around her she might have asked for help and that kind of thing but I don't think the um, greatest victory over your sufferings is silence I think the greatest victory over sufferings is solutions finding out why you're suffering and dealing with that not complaining not whining because in this day and age once again everyone's whining and complaining and all entitled and so you got that in one one extremism. The other extremism, you stay quiet and you're in your stuck in your unending hellhole all alone. That's not the solution. So we're looking for solution, finding out why life is miserable, dealing with that, not silence. You know, it's kind of interesting when you are suffering on that level. To transform that, you need to go in and get to the core of the suffering and take a look at either 
you know, you need to get either connected so that you know you're doing what you're supposed to do or own the fact that you're not supposed to be doing it, which sometimes is a really hard thing to do. You know, own like, oh, my God, I'm on the wrong path. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Every day we... um observe our lives and keep making minor adjustments to where we could improve and you know that's what we do we keep upgrading our daily lifestyle on all areas as best we know how to and proactively and transform these parts instead of suffer in silence right um so one thing i don't think that mother teresa got a hold of here is we must also honor the divinity within our own selves. And that's not just by giving to others, it's taking care of ourselves when we have needs. And I think I think she forgot about herself, which means the God that's in her got neglected as she overgave to others in her religious idealism, loving, caring, and overextending. A beautiful model, but not quite not quite right on the picture. Um she was haggard uh, while her work was filled with miracles and grace, uh, and it took it out of her. So, you know, she had the great idealism, and, and she pressed herself on it. You know, that's a beautiful thing. But I think one step further is, thy will be done, not my concept of thy will, but thy will be done. Once again, I would like to have her karmic bank in my bank. Yeah. I don't know who, you know, she she done, with the best of intent, she did her very best. And I imagine, you know, she uh, when she went up, I think she got shown this. And I think she has great karma. She'll have great uh, grace. And she'll be able to turn this one corner where blessing your fellow man and serving Christ is not... Uh, self-sacrificing to the point of demeaning. It doesn't need to go that far. You can take care of yourself, too. Yes, what else? <laughs> well, that's about it for this. I think that's pretty good. Yes. yes. She was an amazing soul and maybe you know not so much a saint because she really wasn't in the God flow. She was in more stubbornness and tremendous honoring of how she helped humanity. But, you know, when we're really in our our flow, it should be a flow connected to the God flow, not out of stubborn idealism. Well, you know, I didn't look deep in her soul when I tuned in. I just looked a certain, you know, to get that information. But I'll tell you, people will tell you, and there's some movies out on her too, that she went to people that were simply starving to death or you could tell they they never had anybody who really cared about them. And she would come with such intent of grace and love that these people who were pretty much gray, dim, and you know you don't know which day they're going to die, they got that glint of light in their eye. They felt that love, and they started coming alive. And there was a great healing that happened from her force-willing herself and asking for higher powers to help people out of compassion so you know it's a mixed bag but i think she could have gone another level and surrendered so that she could be sort of a fluid vehicle for the higher power instead of a uh, such a tremendous demand on herself where she suffered so much you know people a lot of times uh these days um probably not the younger generation but the older generation more 
sort of has a belief that giving is better than receiving. And actually, balance is better than either. And what's really wise is to know when to give and then know when to receive and then know when to give and then know when to receive and not be under a rule that one is better than the other. You know, I know I know a number of people who pretend to be givers when actually underneath they're taking. Mm-hmm. So they kind of make this big show of giving little presents, but underneath they're, they're knocking you over by what they're taking. And other people that, you know, they just give, 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 and they never receive. And even if you try to give to them, oh, no, no, they deflect it. But true humbleness is a balance of giving and receiving. We say your fastest path to well-being, prosperity, and especially to God and God consciousness is balance. True. So a, a lot of times we need more meditation. A lot of times we need a different food. A lot of times we need a different environment. A lot of times we need to deal with an issue if we want to find balance. And so balance is your fastest way to your highest place, your highest and most fulfilling, most satisfying. Charmaine's talking about confidence, and confidence is a very valuable thing. And there's two confidences. There's confidence in yourself, which, you know, your determination and your track record can buoy up your confidence to greater and greater. And then a second wonderful confidence that there is is confidence in God, that God is in control of all things. God, uh, another word for God you can say is good. So good is in control of all things. So there's a good outcome ahead of you, although that doesn't matter much unless you find the way to that good outcome, which is the path or the truth. So self-confidence in yourself is one level of a surety and peacefulness it gives you and, and confidence in God that God is in control of all and will take care of all things. And of course, if you're going to get that support, you need to find out how to be aligned with that. But those who have both those confidences are truly rich in peace and perspective and they uh, more than not glide through life quite wonderfully. Another uh, question we want to put to you is, the path led by faith is not near as difficult as the path with no faith. The confidence with and obedience to divine guidance and its sure providence is centering, fulfilling, soothing, and success-laden. So that's a, that's where you're following faith, that you know, you begin to prove, and this is a wonderful thing to prove yourself for those who care to have life even better and find out where they belong and find out the right perspective. You know, it always bothers me, the, the old common phrases where they would say, the ways of God are mysterious and, and hard to prove what's behind them and everything. But as you get enlightened, the ways of God are not mysterious. It's really true. It gets clearer and clearer. If you know clearer. how to start reading the signs and interpreting it, it's very clear. And you can begin to e- even observe things and go, well, that's going to head here. And you watch it over the months or years, and sure enough, that's where it headed because you're beginning to see the ins and outs, the truth, the nuts and bolts of what's going on in the underpinnings of reality. So once again... 
The path led by faith is not near as difficult as the path with no faith. The confidence with and obedience to divine guidance and its sure providence where it provides for you whatever you need, what's just right for you from a higher knowing is centering, fulfilling, soothing, and success-laden. I want that. (laughs) (laughs) Say those again. Sign me up. Uh, Centering, fulfilling, soothing, and success-laden. And that's what you get when... When you uh, learn to have faith in the higher powers, you got to cooperate with it, be obedient to it, and then you begin to get aligned with it. You are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, and we do it six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Check out our website, MasteringOurselves.com. We've got Steps to Enlightenment book and three Wisdom Toning series CDs that are excellent to nudge you on your spiritual path. We'll be right back. Ever wonder what a spiritual path is? Maybe you're on one right now. Take Mastering Ourselves host Keith and Charmé Amber's free quiz. Find out if you're on a spiritual path. Find out at www.masteringourselves.com. You'll be amazed at all the nooks and crannies that make up a spiritual path. Keith and Charmé Amber specialize in delivering unique, usable, and easy-to-understand, life-transforming information that can bring you inner freedom and peace. Check out Mastering Ourselves. Go to www.masteringourselves.com. Don't forget to take the free quiz. Jumpstart your spiritual path today. 